Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition. We are continuing with the live and in-person So What Music Fest interviews on the show today. I am very happy to announce that I have Mikey Sawyer, Josh Kikta, and I'm hoping I'm saying that right, and Michael Skaggs of the band Misfortune. I've been a fan of this band for a really long time now. It was awesome to have them on the show, but I am going to warn you, I don't even think by the end of that day that I sound anything like myself. So take a listen for yourself. I can guarantee you that I'm definitely going to have the guys on the show again. As you find out in the conversation, they are working on a brand new album. So when that's coming out, I will give them the total in-depth Ian Hates Music conversation. But I think you're still going to enjoy this. I was just giving you a warning because you can definitely tell that there's a lot of commotion around us. There's a lot of things going on. Hey, it's so what? What do you expect? But if you haven't heard of Misfortune, which is just crazy, but if you haven't, we're going to start you off with their brand new track they've been working on called Die For You. And then after the conversation, the last track you're going to hear is off the album A Spark To Believe, and it's called The Double Threat Of Danger. This is a track that has gotten me through a lot of tough times in my life. So without further ado, here's Die For You. Enjoy.
everyone i am here with misfortune we've got skags we've got joss we've got mikey guys thank you very much for joining me yeah it's great to be hey absolutely thanks a lot for having us not a problem at all so first off i want to say i was extremely excited to see you guys last night at curtain club it was awesome thank you so much it was our first show back in about two and a half three years two and a half three years that's crazy that is absolutely crazy so mikey you're doing the vocals obviously yeah skags josh Josh, you've been with the band for how long? Uh, since the beginning. Since yeah. the beginning, right. Yeah. And then, Skag, you're also doing Outline and Color, right? Right. And then Nick is also doing Outline and Color. Also, sure. How does that work? Um, well, right now, Outline and Color isn't really touring that right. much. We, uh, we recently lost our lead singer, mm-hmm. and um, I've been kind of low-key managing Misfortune for a while oh, okay. before I kind of stepped into the picture playing bass, and uh, we just... We put out Die For You. It was like really well received. Yep. And like all of a sudden we started getting you know, booking inquiries, tour offers and stuff. And um, we decided that we needed to make a full lineup and, you know, have that kind of front. And it, it just made sense. We, you know, we've known each other for so long. Oh, and okay. we're, uh, you know, we just trust each other. So it's just a good combination. Very nice. So now with Die For You, what actually got you back to want to do that again? Like what reformed the band and actually made you want to put something out there? And then once you got all those offers to just continue continue on well we kind of had a stir up uh, with the band and like the lineup a couple years ago (laughs) and we just kind of were trying to very methodically like figure out how we were going to like uh, follow up like our last release and stuff and we wanted to like kind of shake things up a little bit and just pursue a new style sure Um, and but we wanted it to be cohesive with the old songs because we weren't like changing the name or anything right so we just wanted to make something that would stand up to the previous you know the previous work that we've done mm-hmm. and something that's a good representation of where we are now as well and i think it's been a really natural 
kind of evolution for us natural progression yeah i don't think that we ever like actually thought of it as us stopping completely we were you know we were constantly thinking about it it was just yeah basically shit happened <laughs> sure sure that's uh but yeah, now we're back at it, and it's great. Even though the band has been like kind of quiet for a while, like we've got a Dropbox folder that has like 15 songs that are in the works. Awesome. I mean, like we're we're all over the next record. I mean, we're we're trying to write a ton of songs and then narrow it down to like right. the best ones. Well, tell me one of the really great moments of last night as well was hearing the new track that you guys were working yeah. on. So tell me about that. Well, basically, we just recorded that song with Cameron Mizell about two weeks ago. Very nice. And we're at So What now, of course. And um, we decided that before we even went into the studio that we wanted to live debut this song for the first time at So What. And so uh, last night was kind of just breaking that in right. and trying to, trying to make it sound really awesome. But we actually pulled that song together in about a week leading up to the studio, wow. which is pretty crazy. Yeah, last night was actually the, the first time we've actually played it together yeah. <laughs> as well. So. I, I saw you guys kind of <laughs> give a look to each other at one point in the song, like, is this where we're going? Is this working? But I thought it came out very well. I really did. Yeah, it was it was a little stressful, but right. it, was, it was cool. <laughs> and we just wanted to get out all the kinks for today, because right. you know, playing the festival, like you know, we're showcasing for a lot of like industry people and stuff, and that's what this is all about. So we just wanted to like bring our A game and have a chance to, you know, break back into it. Absolutely. And last night went better than we could have even, you know, than we were even expecting. Like uh, leading up to the show, we've had you know a couple practices where <laughs> we like flew Josh into Denver because he oh, lives, really? he okay. lives in Phoenix. The rest <laughs> of us live in Denver, and like. Um, we don't have like a official rehearsal space or uh, anything like that. So like we're literally taking like our drummer plays in the garage. We run a <laughs> microphone and then we run it a hundred feet into the room that we're practicing. Oh really? In. And me and Josh are in that room. Mikey's yep. in the living room. Like so like it, it's it's really weird like going from that dynamic to like stepping on stage and then right. all, all of a sudden being in front of people. And <laughs> well, tell me how did that all feel yesterday? Because you got it. I know this is probably kind of cliche, but to be away from it for so long and then to get back on there and you said it went better than you even expected how was the feeling though leading up to that moment and then while it was happening it was just very honestly nerve-wracking mm -hmm. i was i was super like there was a lot of pressure <laughs> to pull it together and stuff and you know we we didn't have the most preparation time granted gotcha. we practiced and everything but it was just crazy we we didn't know what was going to happen or how many people were going to be there or, or like if they were going to sing along or so it was just totally surprising mm -hmm. um but it was crazy because I feel like last night was the first time I've ever like just put the mic out to the crowd and they just were screaming yeah. like words and like that just wasn't something we really experienced before and it's pretty cool that we can like bring that out now. Yeah, I think that was the the first time that I actually saw it group of people like singing along to our songs because last time we toured it was right while the album was coming out right yeah no one had a chance to listen to it and yeah so it's it's different coming back and there's actually been some time to for people to soak it in absolutely it's cool coming in off of you know two and a half three years of of not playing like uh you know we had tour history in the market you know and we we kind of had a rough idea of what we might draw but you know it's been like three years so we really right. went into that just not knowing what to expect what do you think and i don't know the backgrounds of how they were setting up that show but originally outline and color was set to play the headliner spot and then they switched it to you guys was there a reason did you get like a feeling like more people were going to be coming out and showing up for you guys it, it wasn't really like that like uh the the flyers that were kind of posted yeah. in advance were were like ambiguous it wasn't necessarily oh, okay. to like represent the actual lineup gotcha i okay. think it, it was always the plan for misfortune to headline yeah i also got off a plan like 
10 minutes before. Oh, really? On stage. <laughs> yeah, there's really no way we would have made the set. The better. <laughs> yeah, you can put that there. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Well, look, you guys did an awesome job last night. So coming into So What, that gives you that confidence, obviously, I'm sure, to really fucking kill it out there. So what are you most excited about? Is there something you had to prep for differently for that show compared to the outside? Well, we definitely tried to factor in more like crowd participation mm -hmm. and just like overall engagement okay. um, with the audience. And like, I just do a lot more like yelling and running around okay. and <laughs> bossing everyone around sure. now than I used to do. And I feel like that's pretty, that's pretty like, you know, that's a good look for us. But yeah, it's just been, it's been cool. Like kind of stepping up the energy yeah. of our set and like, you know, having new songs that we're excited right. about and the songs sound huge and just, I don't know. We just weren't, it was crazy. Yeah, I definitely think that's what I'm most stoked about mm -hmm. is just the new music. Like, I mean, it's been so long and all this time, I mean, we've just been getting better right. at what we do this whole time. So the the new songs are, yeah. are I, I, I love them. It didn't seem like there was any <laughs> ring rust or anything last night. Are you guys going to do another new song tonight? We're just doing... <laughs> I'm asking all the questions. I got all these. Basically, we're just playing that song again. It's kind of a... You know, we wanted to, to really get some videos up mm -hmm. of that song before we even put it out. We're kind of holding on to the studio recording sure. for a little bit. Um, but it's going to be really awesome playing it today and, like, for a huge crowd. And, mm -hmm. you know, people were responding to it last night. I even saw a couple people, like, singing it, which... Oh, absolutely. Like, after the first chorus, I guess they <laughs> picked it up how to <laughs> sing it. So no, it works out. For A Spark to Believe, what are you trying to pull from that for the live show? Like, do you guys just make a vote? Is there something that you always have ready to go? You're like, this is a set, and then we're playing the new stuff as well? We basically knew that we were going to open with Die For You. That's like our newest song, mm -hmm. like from 2016, I guess. Yep. And then um, this brand new song, we knew we were going to play a new song and like live debut it, but mm -hmm. we actually had a different song in mind leading up to the studio for Cameron a couple weeks ago. And then Josh actually sent over a demo for a new song, and we all just unanimously were like, we're changing the song to this. Awesome. Yeah, I, I awesome. was hearing some like, oh, we, because we had a, a softer song that we were going to do, and then like someone said something like, oh, you know, maybe we should make it heavier. And, and Mikey sent a text over to me saying, hey, I need that song. And I, I thought he meant like the other one. Right. I was like, oh, I'll just write a song real quick. And then it <laughs> turned out that we loved it. <laughs> so yeah. it's cool. That's great. <laughs> And I literally pulled that chorus together in like an afternoon, like really? session. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. Which that was great. Yeah. <laughs> and then the verses kind of, you know, we like worked them out kind of in the studio, but yeah, it was crazy. The lyrics are like super relatable too. Like, I yep. mean, I, I, my dad is, you know, been a big fan of my music since I was a kid, but mm -hmm. like I sent him that track when we got out of the studio and he like called me freaking out oh, I was really? just like son that's a hit that's a hit son <laughs> and I mean like you know he's been my number one fan Fair for the, the past 10 years <laughs> at least like doing music and that's just like something that I've never heard from him before and oh wow the lyrics just like speak to anybody like on so many different levels it's just really really awesome song is there some type of a theme or a message that you're looking to get across on this new album oh basically we've always kind of had just like kind of the uplifting message of like don't give up like even in the face of you know yep. whatever adversity and that's just kind of been like a recurring theme with us it's like every obstacle we overcome makes like a better song and like a better yeah and it's just wild like we've almost made that our model is to like just let shit roll off and just power through it and 
you know, persevere. Not only that, but like this band has literally like lived that as yes, a motto. Yes. I mean, this band has had some unfortunate things happen <laughs> to it over the over the years, and you know, they've, we've never given up. And right. you know, even when I wasn't a part of the band, like I've, I've been friends with Mikey for almost ten years. Oh, I've right. known Josh for five years almost now. I mean, it. it I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty insane how it all came together. Yeah, the industry can really suck sometimes. That's, yeah, that's absolutely for sure. Unfortunately. Well, let me ask you this. Let's go way back for yeah. a little bit. So what got each of you into the instruments that you're playing right now? Well, basically, I just always was like kind of singing as a kid. I'd like play video games and just jam the stereo and like sing the songs and wear them out, like play them over and over again. And I never really like saw that as going anywhere or doing anything. But um, around ninth grade or so, I guess one of my classmates like caught wind that I did that sometimes <laughs> or like something. I don't even know how they got this impression, but they just approached me and they were like, Mikey, Mikey, we heard you're the most amazing singer. Like, will you sing for our band? And I just being the person that I am was like, oh yeah, I'm the greatest singer you ever heard. <laughs> and, and like, I went over there and we just totally faked it through a rise against, you know, behind closed doors. Oh, there you over. go. And that's right. like still on YouTube to this day. But I literally just like, even from that first video, that first practice, I like go back and watch that and I'm just like, holy shit. Right. Like I, I knew like pitch and like melody and how to move my voice around and stuff and how to like get certain sounds out of it because I've just always been doing it ever since I was in first grade and I was lip syncing to like the real Slim Shady on the radio. <laughs> I'd like sure. to camp out by the radio and listen for that song to come on over and over and over again. And you know, I was always just acting it out and pretending like I was performing and it wasn't until like it's probably like 16 or 17 mm -hmm. that I thought like, oh, I could try that or like make something out of that. Very nice. Total side note, but uh, speaking of Eminem, Mikey can do Rap God from like beginning to end w without a beat. <laughs> All right. Well, now we have a new thing to do. Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't get him started. <laughs> it'll it'll well, happen. <laughs> I'm fully expecting it now on stage, so. <laughs> but, yeah, with uh, with me, like I, my mom just randomly... I guess she, some guy at work was selling a guitar for like 75 bucks, is this shitty little Epiphone, mm -hmm. and she just grabbed it. I was like a little 11-year-old kid, and she just came home with it randomly one day. I nice. never talked about it or anything, and picked it up and just became an addiction. Like, uh, I just play it. it, my little escape to get away from everything, just come home every day, and it's, uh, it's still still that way. Very nice. I kind of started out in like sixth grade, the elementary school that I went to, they, it was like mandatory that everybody do band for a year. Oh, okay. Which is like kind of weird for a lot of schools. Yeah, it is. But, uh, I was in this accident when I was a kid and I fucked my face oh, up shit. and, uh, I can't play like a wind instrument. So I basically, I had no rhythm at the time, never played an instrument before. And, uh, I got a doctor's note that basically said <laughs> I have to play percussion because right. I can't play a wind instrument. <laughs> And uh, I ended up like leaving that high school like first chair in, mm -hmm. in my position, like a center snare on in high school marching band. And uh, I played drum set for a really long time. And uh, when I met the outline guys, like we already had like a drummer set up. Um, they knew me from like the scene and stuff, and they wanted me to be a part of the band. So like I, I just kind of like picked up bass, and I ended up kind of like falling in love with it because it's it's you know it's part of the rhythm section. Right. I, I played drums for so long that like I just found like like intimately connecting with like the drummer on stage like is is like i don't know like i just love when you have like a rhythm section that's really in the pocket and that's right. just like kind of what i strive to go for so uh, yeah what type of music now do you listen to it's been a lot of just 
hip hop and just really like weird stuff, like eclectic <laughs> like shit. And it's because I, I almost like my influence has kind of like made me for the longest time. And I kind of like got to this point now where I'm like a little more just like original, I guess, in the sense that what I write sounds like me. But like I listen to stuff just to get inflections and to get like ideas and stuff all the time. Right. Like I'll reference like a million different songs that I've just memorized and be like, oh, I know where I got this part from. Or like, you know, I think that's pretty cool. But, you know, really it's just been a lot of like just a lot of stuff it changes very often i like wear songs out and just put them on repeat and it's yeah it changes a lot yeah completely understandable yeah i've uh i mean i've, I've been into kind of electronic music lately guy low file really, okay, really good right. <laughs> like him um and then a uh, shred guitar i've always been really into <laughs> so just like classic steve Vai, ah, John sure. Chuchi, and uh like jason richardson that new stuff that just came out is pretty cool oh very nice with, uh, with luke and then uh yeah, and then, I, I mean, it's even, like, Coldplay is, like, my guilty pleasure, I guess. <laughs> my co-host will be so happy to hear that. <laughs> yeah, there he is. <laughs> I kind of go through, like, phases. Like, sometimes I'm really into hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm really into EDM. Sometimes I want to listen to deathcore. It's just, it's kind of all over the place. And Mikey's kind of, like, one of those guys. He's got an iPhone 7 with, like, loud-ass speakers. And everywhere he goes, it's just, it's like, just... full blast. So, I mean, honestly, I, I'm pretty much listening to what Mikey's listening to. Oh. There you go. <laughs> that and uh, Migos is like on repeat every time I Oh, Migos? Or their new album's good, right? No, Migos. I don't even know Bitch who that is. Bad and bougie. Wait, who is it again? Sorry. <laughs> it's a song on the radio. Oh. Unfortunately, I don't no, listen to the radio. Migos, it's... <laughs> I, I like... Uh, you got me. I run a screen printing shop and like anything that's got like that kind of slow but like consistent beat that can keep me like working is uh, what I'm listening to. <laughs> gotcha. We're going to wrap this up in a little bit because I know you guys get to get on stage. Plus, we're going to see some other bands as well on that note though is there anyone that you guys are looking forward to seeing today uh, i'm looking forward to envy on the coast there you go uh cute is what we aim for is mm-hmm. definitely a guilty pleasure I, <laughs> I like grew up on that album that they're playing today sure um i think that's pretty much it for me i mean everybody else like I, i've played this festival like five times now, right. and uh, it's like every time we play it it's just like meeting everybody that i've met it's like i don't know it's like a reunion yeah this is a homecoming for you i got you so it's it's more i think it's more like peers and friends than like bands that i I look up to but there's definitely some people here that i look up to right sure very nice today i'm probably gonna go see uh probably attila yeah later it's pretty i like seeing them on like big stages outdoors it's usually a really good time Franz goes insane. That's what I heard. This will be my first time seeing Attila. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That's the plan. I'm trying Very to nice. think what else I'm going to see. I need to double check the schedule, but I know Attila plays late. And yeah. That's like... They're the last. I think it's Mayday Parade and Attila playing at the same time, if I'm not mistaken. I Damn. think that's how they're Yeah. I think that's, that's how they're working it. Yeah. That's a hard choice. Yeah. I don't have anyone specific. I just, you know, just kind of walk around, drink some beer. And... Yeah. They... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a band playing over here. I'll, I'll, I'll check that out for a second. Why not? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that is good. Just to round everything off, do you guys have an idea of when the new album might be coming out? I know that it's going into production this year, okay. and we've been writing for it for like, you know, we've had ideas in the mix for like several years. Mm-hmm. We kind of weeded through some, but like, uh, it's crazy. There's like certain like phrases and stuff that we wrote back then, like back in the Spark to Believe days, and there's certain stuff that like the new song I just made up today, or right? Like, you know, okay. tonight. So. You know, as far as the vocals go, it's just going to be basically like whatever's on my mind, like in the moment. And, you know, that's just what's been what's been working for us lately. Um, but yeah, Josh, do you want to talk about music? <laughs> the music 
Yeah, just guitar solos. Yeah. Just there you go. We're gonna have it, the entire album. Is just Tons of guitar solos. <laughs> gotcha. Just, just riddled with just just shred. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Not 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 really, but there there'll be a little bit in there. They'll be fans. Well, yeah. <laughs> but also, I really want to. I really want to see us being able to play like some bigger, like alternative rock kind of like festival. Oh, okay. Kind of stuff like with some '90s throwback bands or even some yeah. '80s bands or something. That'd be super <laughs> sick. Just aim high, you know. You looking for that whole Rick Astley tour that's going around? Want to jump on that with, one? I'd be pretty stoked about Three Doors Down or something. <laughs> Are they still touring? Oh yeah, Three Days of Grace even. I know Three Days Grace yeah. was doing it. I mean, I know Three Doors Down played the inauguration, but other than that, I thought everyone. <laughs> oh, I did not. Yeah, I thought they shit on them, and now they don't do anything oh anymore. God. Well, they're still huge. I'd still <laughs> kill to play to their crowd. That'll. I mean, that would open up you guys to a ton of different people. Yeah. That's sure. Mikey's also a huge Nickelback fan, so I know that's his dream tour. <laughs> It's, it's, it's amazing. And it's it's kind of bad. <laughs> it is a little bit. And that means that you're all listening to it because he's blasting it from yeah. his phone. Yeah. So yeah. that makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, guys, I think we can end it here. I'm going to ask you one weird question just because that's what I like to do. You guys tour around. What are you going to do when the zombie apocalypse happens? I'm going to try to sing my way out of it like <laughs> everything else. <laughs> Team zombie all the way, bro. And I mean, I'd probably just grab a beer and. There you go, yeah. <laughs> and, I, I, and then team zombie. team zombie. I got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that works out well. Well, guys, thank you very much. I'm sorry to cut this short. I know we've all got stuff we got to take care of, but I will definitely have you on again when the new album comes out if you guys want to, and we'll go through everything. I think that'd thank be great. Thank you so much. Man. Absolutely, it's man. No, and once again, amazing show last night. I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys again today. We're just heading out for everyone. So thank you once again. Hell yeah. Thanks a lot, man. No problem. Hell yeah. Glad to be here. Thanks, guys. Take it run, but I made a scene 
here. I hope you enjoyed that conversation live from So What Music Fest. Make sure to check the links in the description of this episode to support the artist. They really deserve it. And just a quick plug here before I leave you. Don't forget that Ian Hates Music also does a weekly show where my co-host Jackson and I talk about all the scene news, new songs, album reviews, album talk, comedy, whatever we want. That's the great thing about having our own shows. We can do whatever we want. And you can listen to that all for free. Just check the other links in the description of the episode and follow everything Ian Hates. Don't forget that there's also Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition, which is also free. And in that, I go in-depth with the artist almost always for an hour or so. And you can find some great bands in the list there. Just check everything out in the links in the description of this episode. So once again, thank you to the artist's Thank you to So What Music Fest, and thank you to everyone out there listening. And until next episode, I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.